Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the very, very first, very special episode of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast. My name is Chamberlain. I whine on a regular basis at infinitebacklog.com. Chance is here, who writes quality entries on the games of chance.blogspot.com on nearly a daily basis. Chance, how are you doing today? I live. You live. How's the weather up there? It was 55 degrees in the great Midwest today. It's freaking gorgeous. Aha. And I managed to do nothing but yard work because I am old, and that's what I've my life has <clears throat> ended up being. Anyway, joining us today, special guest, is Mr. Alex McCracken from Aww. the Daily Crackpot.blogspot.com. Yes, no, cor- correction. It's not the Daily Crackpot. It's just Daily Crackpot. I screwed Thank it up you. last week. It can be Excellent. <laughs> Thank you, Alex, for joining us today. How you doing? Oh, pleasure's all mine, guys. I, 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 for when you first put this up, I was like, ah, oh, man, I hope I get to do that one of these days. <laughs> that sounds like so much, so much fun. Alex has been dragged out of the woodwork by our communal dissing of Crash Bandicoot. Oh. And perhaps to mock me for watching terrible movies. We'll see how much time oh, we I, have. I'm not, I'm not like that. <laughs> I am a snob. Uh, on the menu for today, we have pretty much just what we've been playing. I have a, a great weight has been lifted from my shoulders because I finally finished Fallout 4, and I have a 30-second yeah. maybe reaction to that. We'll go over the news. We'll let Alex talk about cool stuff. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Here we go. Hey, yeah, I want to shoot, baby. Shoot. The bow-legged one. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Damn, baby. That's now. So, yeah, I uh, I did. Uh, I finished I Fallout 4 last not, night. It's a lot of effort. It's a lot of time. It, well, yeah, no, he just, he just blitzed the campaign. He didn't no, really play. No, I didn't just blitz the that. campaign. I didn't just That's, blitz the campaign. Let's be honest. The end of that campaign is... It's literally murder. I I hate it so much. <laughs> Who did you end up siding with? I ended up siding with. I mean, full spoilers here. If anyone's listening, we're going to talk about the ending of Fallout Four. It's, it's been, been a, a month months, and a half. Guys, come on. Yeah, so we we can do this. I I sided with the railroad and murdered the Brotherhood, and enjoyed doing that. Chance, who'd you end up with? Well, I would have just sided with the Commonwealth or with the the Minutemen if the Minutemen had some sort of let's deal with the. Uh, Let's deal with the synth kind of equation, and yes, yeah, set them free. Because I I agree with setting the synth free, but the only people who cared about that were the railroad. So I'm like, fine, yeah, hippies, I'm with you. Okay, that's and two I, out of three for the I railroad. I did the railroad ending. Alex, uh, Pure Institute. I ah, just okay. They just had they had. I don't know if I can curse, but they just had yes, their you stuff. May. They had their shit together, man. They figured it out. No, they didn't. They were fucking the Commonwealth. They could have gone up there and just cured uh, hunger, but and I, instead they're like, no, those people up there are dirty. But I got in charge, and I can fix them. Mm, okay. Yeah. They also created yeah. the Super Mutants. Oh, did they? I thought that was that yeah. one vault in Fallout 3. No, 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 that was like a big history of Fallout. Uh, was it? Oh, yeah, and there's like talking death claws and everything. Uh, there's a lot of followed history that you don't really get much of in the new games. Uh, okay, maybe well, especially right. the Bethesda ones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they're afraid or they just don't like it. But, man, um, I, I look so hard for just, like, maybe a Sunset Sensorilla bottle cap or an NCR uniform or just anything. Double-headed bear. Nothing. And it's, just, <laughs> it was, it's almost spiteful in a way. They're putting their own stamp on it. It's their thing. These are their fallouts. They're going to have their stuff in it. So I don't like that. 
It why didn't... can't we just? Why can't we all be friends? Yeah. <laughs> why, can't we let him, why can't we let Obsidian make the Boneyard, make the LA game? Oh, nice. that'd be. I mm. did enjoy when the Brotherhood set me up to to take care of the the. I'm sorry, when the railroad set me up to take care of the Brotherhood, mm-hmm. and you could sneak into their airship, and I was like, no, I'm gonna walk in and kill them all. So I I had wiped out everybody in that blimp before I even bothered to set the explosives on the hydrogen. So. That was kind of fun. They all kind of funneled right down that middle corridor at me, and I just shot them with the railroad spike gun and pinned them to the walls. So That bugged the game out for me, because early uh-huh. in the game, I decided that uh, the Brotherhood were dicks, and they all just deserved yeah. to die. So I butchered Especially them all. Yes, I butchered yeah. them all. And then comes the quest where you have the option to warn the railroad that the Brotherhood is coming. Yeah. But the Brotherhood didn't exist because I killed them all, so the quest bugged. <laughs> so I had to load an earlier save. Oh, no, the Brotherhood's coming. All right, I get to kill you again. I get your awesome fur coat. That's right. <laughs> I didn't take his coat. I should have. It's not. All the best outfits are the worst armor. It bugs me. Yeah. Uh-huh. The other thing that was interesting, kind of bugged out on me, was, was the, the Battle of Bunker Hill. That's a when good you, one. You show up, you show up with that the the institute synth, and I as soon as we like warped in or teleported in, I went behind him and shot him. I killed him before we even got there. <laughs> so I got to Bunker Hill and I started killing other people from the. Not I killed. I started killing institute guys. I started killing the Brotherhood, but nobody aggroed against Weird. me. So I was just walking from from room to room, killing people. They were busy shooting each other. Nobody shot at me. So. I mean, it's I the took, best of the game, so, like, you knock an item off the shelf, and everyone's starting to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got lucky, I guess. I don't wow. know. So, having put it to bed, how do you feel about Fallout 4? Uh, I, I think it is definitely the poorer cousin of 3 in New Vegas, especially. Uh, I, I was, I felt railroaded into playing as the railroad. Do you it, really it, think it's poorer it, than 3? Uh, maybe not three. I don't know. It's been so long that since I've played it's three. It's better than three. I went back okay. to three for ten seconds. I made it to, <laughs> made it to Megaton, and you get that one guy that's like, God bless America, and nowhere else. I'm like, no, oh, God, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's so, it's it's a sledgehammer. It's mm. uh, beautiful. Best atmosphere, maybe? Yeah. But that's an And look, President Eden might be the best Fallout villain. But it's okay. definitely not the best main story they've ever had. Mm, okay. I love those little fireside chats. Michael McDowell's still a treasure. Yeah. I, I did. I mean, I did spend. Let's see. My, my at the end of it, it was like it was two days plus seven hours. So that's twenty four, forty eight, fifty five hours. So barely any time at all compared to you, Chance, who spent weeks of time on there. And I there were significant. There were significant portions of the gameplay that I ignored. I had no interest in any of the crafting stuff. Which is why I deserted the brother. No, I deserted the uh, the Commonwealth guys pretty quick. The Minutemen, because I didn't want to build up any of their stuff. I'm like, You're, they're whining; they don't have power. I don't care. I've got super mutants to kill. Did you see any of the uh, Fallout Companion uh, Valentine's Day cards? No, I, I like uh, those. Those are so funny. Yeah, those are cute. Like, um, like Preston's like, I've discovered a new cell. We need to check out. In my heart. <laughs> That's fantastic. Have you, have you been playing any games lately, Alex? Oh, always, forever and always. Um, but nothing's really, really grabbed me. XCOM really? two, a couple oh. weeks back, just and wrapped around my brain, and just I, I would have, I'll be playing it right now, but it's just not in a good state. Like How it so? was so good, I put up with 
awful performance for 30 hours for hmm. one of the best strategy games I've ever played. But it's they got a lot of work to do. That's I weird, have seven, it, yeah. It's not that good looking. It actually is. The textures yeah. are amazing. Like once you see it in motion and you just can zoom the camera around, they, it looks really next gen. I'm actually really impressed with that. Oh. But I've got something that's pretty top of the line, seven eighty, I four seven, whatever. And it's just it's not working out. Hmm. It's How did a the first one run? Did, the, did hmm? the first one run okay? Oh, flawlessly. It's okay. the first one's pretty actually low res. Ran yeah. on a tablet. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Chance. Anything? What have you been playing this week? Oh, uh... you, you can't say Galaxy. That, that, that's all <laughs> no. over again. No, actually, I haven't touched Galaxy all week. I I'm so a, proud of you. <laughs> I played a lot of Nuclear Throne, okay. uh, which I'm still really enjoying. And even though I'm, I, I keep on getting stopped at the same place where my skill and knowledge of the world just kind of. It's not quite there with this area yet, and it keeps on killing me. But I'm still enjoying it. I'm still, and every time I die, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to pop around the opening area and see if I can get a laser gun or something. And then I went back to Odin Sphere, and I'm playing Mercedes campaign still, and she's the princess of the fairy folk, and she's a shooter basically. And I'm really starting to feel like she is the low point of that game. Because there's only so much you can do in two dimensions with a shooter character. Mm. And she does it. She has, you know, she has some cool stuff. She certainly has some very showy kablam moves that feel very satisfying to let off the chain. But it's not as fun as, you know, whacking a guy into the air with a sword, going up there with him and juggling him. It's just not. It doesn't uh, make, does it, it doesn't make use of any of the changes they made from the previous version of the game? Or is it, it pretty much the same as it was? Oh, no. She, uh, like everyone else, she has huge changes, but they're all skills that she can do with her gun. So one of her skills, for example, is she will slide underneath all the enemies in front of her go across the screen while putting a barrage into the air that will lift them all up into the air, and then, if you kind of position it right, will come down on them again while they're in midair and slam them into the ground. And so you have repositioned yourself, and you've dealt a nice little damage. It's got some nice stuff in there. I'm not saying it doesn't, but compared to Cornelius and Gwendolyn so far, uh, it's not... It's just not as fun. It's just a little more... Uh, it's a little more shallow. It's a lot more shallow than they are. What would and you so think... I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Now, what would you think if um, you played this one first? If I played this before the original? Yeah. The original can die in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they, it, it was one of the problems of the original, absolutely. And this corrects it in a huge way. Um, but I am looking forward to, to getting to uh, Oswald's campaign, the Shadow Knight. That's going to be fun. Man, I need something else on my PS4. On your PS4? Oh, well, yeah. good news. We'll, we'll hit that in the news. You're going to have something to play real soon. Excellent. And it's fantastic. Uh, and, surprisingly, I'm really enjoying Far Cry Primal. Good. I, re I really am. And I went into it feeling very negative about it. And I think it's... Um, I think I'm going to be one of these people who's really pro-Far Cry Primal at the end of it. Because it serves my tastes. It really does. In Far Cry 3 and 4, I was, you know, I had a big machine gun, but uh, nearly 100% of the time, I'm running around with a bow. And I'm, I'm, running <laughs> I'm, bow. I'm running through the forest with a bow, and I'm feeling like Arnold Schwarzenegger at the end of Predator. That's why I loved... Uh, is it still like, Far Cry? I haven't seen much of it. Is it still like you have all these random things to do across the map? You can go do those first and then do things. You're, you're harvesting animals to build uh, upgrades. It's still Far Cry, right? 100%. And that okay. harvesting animals makes so much more sense right now because you belong to a hunter-gatherer society. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and if you're... Bodies. 
What? <laughs> you can be you can ride a bear. Yes, well, uh, you can ride, ride a brown bear. You can't ride a cave bear. I'm very sad Aww. about that. I know. Um, but uh, So killing animals to get their stuff makes more sense. And it's kind of built into the game that on you at any given time, you can only carry so many twigs or so many furs or so many pieces of meat. And so you're kind of encouraged to not kill every animal you come across because you don't really need to. And uh, one interesting, really cool, interesting thing it does is you start out, you meet this psychotic woman with the ears of her enemies on a necklace. And she tells you that your tribe's people are scattered throughout this land and they're hunted by these two other tribes. Go kick these tribes' asses and find our lost brothers. And so your map pops up and there are important people across the map who are members of your tribe. And this one is a hunter. She can teach you new skills with the bow and to craft new shit with the bow. This one is a fighter. He can teach you all the takedown skills. And so you go and you rescue these people or you do a quest for them and bring them into your tribe. And then a whole new skill tree opens up for you for every mm-hmm. single one of these people. Uh, it's, it's cool. And they uh, tried that with Syndicate. It didn't really work. I didn't play. I didn't play the last Syndicate. That's okay. But <laughs> but uh, so for for someone who it, it's a it's weird how much of a shooter it is too. It's not a brawler at all, and I know that comparing it to Dying Light is completely unfair because I mean yes they're both open world action games but a different Dying, kind of game though. I mean yeah, Dying Light is a hundred percent a brawler. It does it so well. This is one hundred percent a shooter. And when something gets in close, it feels really awkward and bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it gets the job done, and the takedowns are still fun. But using the bow to nail headshots still feels great. Uh, s- sneaking along through some tall grass, coming up on some of these evil tribes people, and telling my jaguar to go take that guy out, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then nailing a headshot on this guy. That feels really good. And another cool thing is that every animal you get is like a different spec for your character. Because it's not just that, you know, the wolf has this much health, does this much damage. When you have the wolf, your mini-map expands by a huge degree. And enemies on the enemies will show up on the mini-map way sooner than they would otherwise. That's um, right. That, it yeah. is. And every different care, every different animal has kind of a, an attribute like that. Um, they got little African dog style dogs like, uh, uh, doles. How do you pronounce that? Dole? Yeah, doles, I think. Yeah, doles. And mm-hmm. a dole doesn't really do much. They're kind of sneaky. They don't do much damage. But if you, but if you're doing nothing, they'll just go find materials for you and bring them back. Oh, jeez. I would never yeah. stop using that one. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's it's really cute. It's really handy. The saber-toothed tiger is the fastest thing in the game, and it also has a ton of health. So when you're going for a brawl, bring a saber tooth, bring a cave bear. When you're scouting, bring a wolf. When you're uh, sneaking, bring a jaguar, because they can take down an enemy without alerting other enemies. It's really cool. It is cool. And I'm so proud of them for just trying something so weird and yeah. original. And I was expecting it to feel more, more like a... I don't know, like they didn't put much effort into it. It doesn't feel like they didn't put, didn't put much effort into it. This feels like Far Cry 5. It really? has those production values. Broke my heart. Oh, no, I liked 4. Well, I'm what coming from, as someone four? who liked 4. I don't know. Like I just It was a bit formulaic. It was the same it, thing again. It was, a, it was the same but thing again. But it had again. Pagan Min in it. Come on. What? And I love Pagan Min, but he was in there just as much as Hoyt was, and there was yeah, no yeah. boss. And yeah. I had one. And one really, yeah, the, the world didn't seem... It seemed really rushed. The game was fun. The missions were great, but like everything just seemed to be hill and tree, and then later yeah. brown hill and tree, and it just yeah. uh, it just mm. ate away at me. 
Yeah, it was it was more the same. And this this is that again. It's if hey kids, did you like Far Cry? Well, then you'll love this. That's what it is. It's that again. It, it really kind of well. Not to a huge degree, but to a larger degree. It steps away from that white American savior thing. Because (laughs) almost everyone you meet has African features, but blue eyes. (laughs) Yeah, no, the faces look fantastic. Like, really weird. Yes, and very... Creative weird. They feel like real characters. Um, Your character actually kind of looks like a white guy. but And he's voiced by the guy who did... uh, uh, Was it Adam... Adam Jensen in... Mm, what game? Um, that sounds really familiar. It's killing yeah, yeah. Deus Ex. You, oh, oh, okay. Takar never asked for this. Yeah, I was just about to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I never asked for this. <laughs> now this is out, now now that this is out of the way, can I have Blood Dragon Two, please? <laughs> this kind I'm, of is I'm, Blood I'm not even joking. I'm serious. I want no. I, I, I want I Blood Dragon why. Two. They have it. God, I, Blood I Dragon is so good. I wonder a if they just want to do it. I like the video effects so much. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I wonder if they just want to do it like full bore and like do a game this size for it. it I don't says know if it would work that big because I mean, yeah. part of why it worked is because it was short. No, it was, that it works was... for you because it's short. Because if uh, a game is short, it's a plus in your column. <laughs> That's true. Game being short is a plus in my column. Not for me. Mm. So yeah, it's it's really good. It's completely AAA. It's really fun. Um... I'm enjoying the heck of it, but I play Far Cry as a guy with a bow, and that's what this game is. And plus, I can, like, sick a saber wolf tiger on you. It's fun. Cool. All right. So, down for some headlines? Yeah, we're going to do the headlines will be a little bit different. We're going to go through our headlines today, and there'll be some specific things kind of peppered in as we go. Uh, Alex, jump in whenever you want. The way headlines yeah. usually works is, is chances the... The play-by-play, and I'm the color guy. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, Chamberlain and I spoke about this off the air a couple weeks ago, but I saw Deadpool, and I have not laughed that hard in a movie in years. I can't remember the last time I laughed that hard at anything. I there was yeah. the, the fight sequence on the bridge when the X-Men show up, um, that was a 60-second period when I did not stop laughing so hard I thought I was going to have a heart attack. It was. I, I'm so happy I got to see it in the theater because yeah. that laughter just it just got in your bones. Yeah, it, it just was... you were just from the first scene like you were just ready to laugh. Mm-hmm. Five minutes in and you never stop laughing and it's I don't know if if anyone but Ryan Reynolds had been Deadpool I don't think it would have worked. There's just he never got annoying somehow and he should have been and he wasn't i feel like there was too much of the uh, this is how he became deadpool crap Absolutely. and this no, is why the story is it. important the, the villain sucked matter. yeah the, the problems don't matter because when it was good and when he was being deadpool it was fun it's <laughs> a fun show and i got like the villain was threatening like he did his job didn't do he, he got a solid c plus like he yeah he wasn't a cutout he had enough going for him and the, their back and forth of, like, Say My Name was actually, it, it, it kind of worked straight-faced a little bit. But who cares? Like, it, oh, it's so infantile and so funny. And I, I'm worried I'm going to ruin the best jokes. Because I know, Chamberlain, have you seen it? I have not seen it yet. Oh. I will, I'm sure I'll see it eventually, but I'm not really a Marvel guy. I don't know. I mean, I've, I've seen Avengers 1 and 2 and Gardens of the Galaxy, but all the little ancillary ones I have not yeah. kind of gotten yeah, you into. you can skip Ant-Man. 
Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy is the one you need to see. I've seen oh, that. Haven't seen Gar- it? Oh man! No, I've seen Guardians. I saw Guardians, and Guardians was really good. Guardians yeah. was I, I kind of like oh, okay, I'll watch Guardians. I've had too much to drink to play video games. I'll watch a movie. What's on? <laughs> so I started <laughs> up. I started so much. <laughs> I, I I started up Guardians, and 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 like five minutes in, I leaned forward, and I didn't lean back for another two hours, and I, I stopped drinking to make sure I saw all of Guardians because it was really good. That was just a good movie divorced of all the other properties. That was a good movie by itself. J- James Gunn, man. Mm. And then Slither. After, oh, yeah, Slither's great. And then wow. after Deadpool came out, people start pointing to another James Gunn movie that came out like 10 years ago that basically did the same thing of like putting a middle finger up to superhero movies called oh, Super. Yeah, Super, yeah. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> So there's this weird That's Deadpool great. effect. Did you see that there's going to be an R-rated cut of Batman versus Superman? Man, they're so transparent about all of this. Yep, and it's, I mean, it's not going to be the theater. It's probably going to be a Blu- the Blu-ray release, and they're missing the entire point because why are they putting <laughs> an R-rated Superman movie? What the hell? Doesn't oh, make any I, sense. Superman, it's the worst title I've ever seen. It's the worst title I've ever seen. It's the Batman worst versus title. Superman. Dawn of Justice. Jesus. Oh, that. Yeah. Oh, and it's going to be, I kind of secretly hope it's the next Spider-Man 2. <laughs> I, I hope it, I hope people get fired over this. They're, they're cheating. And I hope audience realize, hey, come on, Marvel put in the legwork. They earn what they got. You're cheating. Stop it. It doesn't look fun. Okay. I, I hate Affleck in that role as much as the next guy. I don't hate him as Batman, actually. I am Affleck. crossing my fingers that the first half of that movie is going to be The Dark Knight Returns. Oh, it's that, definitely going to be the hard time. That's, yeah. that's what I see, and that's all I want. So for the first hour, just give me that. For the second hour, do whatever you want. I don't care. Affleck as old man Batman's not bad. He's got that kind of thicker look to him. No, I really that's liked him bad. in that last trailer. Yeah. That was fun. But, but oh, still, Man, man of Steel was terrible, though, and Lex Luthor's wrong. And this Superman, I don't like I don't like the dark, grimy Superman. If you're going to have Superman, he should be... You know the 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 beacon of hope, the bright colored thing. Yeah, and now he's just, he is. That's how they're selling him as like this god figure. Yeah. Why yeah. do you think it watched Iron Giant again? Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> and wept at the end. Is, Don't oh, deny it. Every, Don't every deny it. Single time. Every is, single time. Is Iron Giant on Netflix? It's on HBO now. Oh, because I've actually never seen it. It was on Netflix like seven years ago. Oh, I should have watched. Back when Netflix yeah. was good. Yeah, back when. Now. Back when they all and all the other companies got scared and picked up all their toys and went home. Mm-hmm. Good so, Deadpool worth watching. Okay, here's my movie question. Did you see The Witch? I need to. I'm, okay. I'm ashamed of myself. I've seen almost everything else. Uh, example? Uh, I've seen The Revenant, uh, Big Short, Kung Fu Panda 3, actually. Had a lot of oh, fun with that. Really? Kung Fu Panda 3 was good? It really was. Uh, they skewed a little younger this time, and the pandas are a little too much, but there's really good dialogue. Jack Black just grunting and laughing and yelling is like, he's, uh, he's like a scat jazz musician. It's, he never does the same thing twice. Now, it's I, I, fun. I, I fell in love with Kung Fu Panda as someone who loves Kung Fu movies. Will I still love this? Oh, yeah, no. This is the, like, and this kind of sounds like a bad compliment, but, um, backhanded compliment, excuse me, but it, it's the best PG action you are ever going to see. Oh. It is so well done. No, basically, oh, okay. the, the villain this time is J.K. Simmons with Kratos' weapons. <laughs> it's pretty effing fantastic. It's fun. He's funny. He's not a good character, but it's J.K. Simmons. He has fun with it. Is he a rhino? What, what animal he's a water buffalo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's an, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picking, picturing a water buffalo with, no, it's, with it's, the blaze of it's, chaos. 
it, it's exactly what it is. And he's and he's kind of pudgy. He's got that weird sort of like heavy set musculature. He's got kind of a pot belly, and it's it. He's an undead water buffalo who <laughs> captures un, who has been in the spirit world for five hundred years, turning all the, all the undead you know kung fu masters to little jade statues. Captures Uwe and returns to the spirit world to kill the dragon warrior. And it's and he gets there and he's like, I am Kai, maker of widows. And like the, the farm hands that see him are like, What? No. What? <laughs> I, 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 I I've killed a million men. Yeah, okay. But when did you do that? Okay, I, 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 I worked with Ugwe a couple of, Oh yeah, we know that guy. He's cool. I miss him. <laughs> it's it's fun. It's really fun. And um oh, they nice. actually and they, they really lay into the best part of that whole series, which is just Poe and his dad. And the themes of yeah. adoption. And when, you know, Brian Cranston shows up as Poe's like biological father, it they make it weird. And it's is you can just you just in those scenes you have to watch uh well, what's his dad's name? I, I forget remember. the name of the actor. He's in so much. Oh, it's James so Hong. Good. He's terrific. Oh, James, yes. But I forget like Poe's dad it's just as a dad goose. He's dead. It's just dad. His name is dad. And he's just like Poe's just like, Oh god, I, dad, it's dad. I don't say what what should he even call you? He just said his name was Lo Shen, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's, it's terrific. All right, I'll see it. I'll probably but buy the, it. I'll the, just the buy pandas, it when it the comes baby pandas are a little much. Well, I mean, they had much. to put something adorable in there so little kids could go. I want that stuffed baby panda. Merchandising, merchandising. Right. Where the real it, money from the movie is made. <laughs> and they are really cute. They're really they're pretty. <laughs> Did anyone else see that poster in New York for hmm? Spaceballs? No. What? No. The search what? the quest for more money or something. <laughs> That that poster exists in New York. I don't know if it's real or if or are they what? making a musical? It's got to be a musical. It could be. I don't know. Well, the baseball last is the stage are. show. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, also, remember that conversation we had about um, about why Xbox owners are butthurt that all these games are coming to PC? Not all Xbox. No, owners. no, no. But Xbox. But some some yeah. some Xbox owners are. <laughs> And when we were talking about it last, we were trying to explain why a reasonable person might be upset by that. But it struck upon me this week as I was listening to the podcast at work. And I figured it's not a reasonable, it's not a reasonable thing to be upset about. You're upset about it in an unreasonable way. And here's why. Did you ever see the episode of South Park where Cartman wants the Ibo dog? And they go on an adventure and they save Christmas with Santa Claus. And to thank the boys for saving Christmas, Santa Claus gives all of them the Ibo dog. And Cartman looks at it and just smashes it. That's what it is. He wanted this thing to lord over his friends and now he can't. And that's it. That's why people are upset. So are, are you describing the Xbox owners? Are, are we, we believe that we've put in our time, that we've done done our penance, so we should get some shiny things. Is that what you're saying? No. I'm yeah. saying that the people who were upset were upset for a shitty reason. Okay. Mm. Well, that's, yeah. There's no reason to be upset because I want the developers to get money, and they're not going to get money releasing things on just the Xbox One right now. So. I mean, no, no. It's not doing well. There's a reason. There's just not a good reason. Yes, that's true. That's and it's true. doing okay. It's doing as well as the PS3 did last gen. Oh. And that was that was good enough. Yeah, it really was. They've yeah. switched spots, which is fine. Microsoft gets their comeuppance. Sony can be arrogant and they'll screw up next generation. They always it's cyclical, yeah. yes. I think they're going to screw it up this fall, but we'll get to that in a bit. That's <laughs> the um, thing. Oh, Jesus. Street Fighter V resi- resi- registration numbers... For EVO 2016 broke last year's record-setting Street Fighter 4 numbers of 2,227 entrants within four days of the registration opening. It's already a hit on the tournament circuit. 
it, it's a good like thing that. that they moved it. It's a good thing that they moved Evo to a new location so they have space. Yeah. I don't remember the name of the hotel, but they bumped it up. Alex, what don't you like about that? I mean, from what I heard, and I'm not like a fighting guy, but like it, it, it's a tech demo. It's like the bare's bones. And it's a fully functioning fighting game. Yeah. For I the people know. who are going to Evo, what came in the package is everything they wanted. You know, and yeah, and I'm not, and I'm not the guy to criticize it. Yeah. So it, it's, I, I admit it's missing pieces, but for the tournament scene, it's, it's everything they wanted, and that's why it came out when it did. Capcom, honestly, they deserted the, the, the people who might be new to the series to make the tournament scene happy. That's and right, they did. Actually. They did. You, you made a point a week or two ago about how in the years since, or this is what Final, or this is what Street Fighter Four had when it came out. More or, or less, that, yeah. And that was good enough. But in the years since, the game has changed. This is like, this is like releasing, um, oh yeah, this was like when uh, Crystal Dynamics released that new Tomb Raider game for the PS3 after Uncharted had come out. And it was just oh. Tomb Raider again. <laughs> And so was, in that the, the, yeah, was that the one that was like green and was kind of cut off her face a little bit? Un- I, underworld. I, I don't think I fit. Yeah, Underworld. I, was, I, was yeah, like, I saw yeah. it in the store. I'm like, when did this happen? I don't remember. Yeah. The, I am I read the news. I, I don't remember this game at all. <laughs> and after after Uncharted, it was just like, no, this is not enough. And in the years since Street Fighter Four, the game has moved. Um, you Killer can blame Inst- NetherRealm for that. Killer Nether- Instinct yeah, put out Netherrealm. this amount of content for 20 bucks. Correct. NetherRealm put out a huge amount of content, set the bar for story and fighting games, and charged 60 bucks. And now Street Fighter is trying to put this out at 60 bucks. There is, there's, the one difference is... And, it's all going to come free. That doesn't count. It's all going to come free later. However, I mean, as much as I like KI, and MKX is pretty good, Street Fighter is a better game. It is of those three examples, Street Fighter is the most complete or best fighting game. So that is what I'm seeing in reviews. Capcom can get away with it. They can get away with this. It, it, it's I don't know. It'll be free later, hopefully. From my point of view, they fix the netcode. When I go online, I can get matches uh, pretty much whenever I want them now. So cool. at this point, I can get what I need out of it. Ooh. I just need to not, you know, I need to get good. Are you, are you still uh, you're still meaning Nikali? Yeah, I'm still I'm still meeting Nikali. I, uh, I I found a couple people to stalk. The nice thing with the way the replays work on um, on Street Fighter Five is it, you can kind of follow somebody and download all the replays. Every single time they play online, you can download the, those replays. And I found out that PR Balrog, um, Puerto Rican Balrog, uh, Eduardo is his actual name. He's one of the best, if not the best, Balrogs ever. He had a really good uh, Evil Ryu in Street Fighter Four. He's playing Nikali, so I'm going to virtually stalk this man as much as I can and steal all of his shit, every last bit of it. I'm going to try to. It still won't work because he's crazy, but at least I have someone to emulate now because there aren't a lot of serious Nikali players. I don't. I think he might secretly be not that good, but don't tell anybody. He's really, really straightforward compared to a lot of other characters. I don't know. We see each other a lot. It'll be hard. <laughs> um, He's like my best friend at work. We talk about everything. <laughs> uh, okay, there's a there's a brawler for the Vita supposed to come out in Japan, or it was supposed to come out on April 21st. Uh, its release date has been pushed back to TBA, and the producer literally came out and said, "We're doing this because there's not enough pre-orders out for it." So it might release one day if enough people pre-order it. Man, that is just such a necessary evil these days. I have never... No one has ever done that before. I have never heard of that happening. If a game is announced, it has a release date. No, it's just never coming out. Wait, wasn't this the game you were posting pictures of complaining about how half of the 
it was all like completely womanizing thing. Is this this that one? Where, like, it wasn't completely thing? womanizing. It was just fifty percent womanizing. Oh, that's the other right. 50%, well, you know, it's just it's just one. Yes, the other fifty percent was you know some pretty cool looking brawling on the Vita, and then when you uh, when you like build up your awesome meter enough, you could like oh stumble into a girl's boobs and she's like no my boobs, but then you get all <laughs> but then you get powered up and you can fight more and all the girls are clapping for that's you. That's how it works, isn't it? I mean, that's what happens. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the, the producer's name is Kenichiro Takaki, and he is the guy who makes Senran Kagura. Uh, the director of the game, I don't remember his name, but he was the guy who directed uh, Kenka Bancho Badass Rumble for Vita. So he does have, like, brawling chops. Okay. And working with uh, Takaki is just kind of his way of raising his um, profile, basically. Mm-hmm. So I think as a game, it could be a good game. The stuff that's in it, we can certainly disapprove of, and I do. It's mm-hmm. unnecessary. But, um, yeah, it's just kind of a weird move from a weird guy. <laughs> Send it back to Kickstarter. I mean, man, whatever it takes to make this business these days. Yeah, yeah. Anything that'll get a game out, I'm, I'm pleased with. Uh, speaking of getting games out, Axiom Verge on Vita. is that's such is, a good title. Is, it is a good title. It's running on a Vita, which is apparently the hardest part of porting anything. Uh, and now they just have like this short little list of bugs. And when they announced this, they showed it running on Vita, showed it playing, showed how the controls worked. And then they released the entire bug list for the game and said, here's everything we, we are going to fix before we uh, give it to Sony for quality assurance. And it was a pretty short list. It was like a half dozen things. And uh, so, yeah, that might not, might not be too far away. But the game came out on PS4 a year ago. With cross-buy. Will they honor that? Yes. I hope so. They did with volume for Mike Bithel, and that's when Bithel went on Twitter and said, oh my god, people are really picking up volume on uh, Vita. I had no idea there was such a large community there. I wish that guy would go back to writing. I miss his column so much. What did he write? Um, Mark Bithel, he he had this great column on Grantland, just about, just, he wrote really intense, lyrical, literary video game reviews. Did you say Mark Bithel? Uh, uh, Tom Bithell. I, you know, I can't even remember his name now. Mike. He, Mike. he helped write um, the last uh, Gears of War game. The fourth one? Yeah. The one oh, that was like a trial. Yeah, yeah, the prequel, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's just an insanely good writer, and I wish I wish he wrote a better game. But no, his writing's fantastic. Mike Bithell column. I might be thinking of a different Bithell. I, I think you might be thinking of a different Bithell. Oh, um dear. Anyway, so there, there's often conversations that Xbox Live is just a better gaming service than PlayStation Network. Well, it's certainly more expensive. Yeah. Uh, it has been brought down eight times so far in calendar 2016 by DDoS attacks. The eighth one was just this past week, and then it was pointed out that, hey, guys, we're at like one a week now <laughs> for people bringing the service down. Um, I wonder why. I didn't really look into the why. The biggest why target? happening. I guess. I, I mean, it's there. They're going to tear it down. That's a good Well, point. I mean, at least this time when it goes down, it goes down for a day or two. How long did PSN go down that one time? A long time. Uh-huh. I don't remember that. What? Well, PSN that? was down for months. It was on PlayStation 3, but it, it was, was down like a month for... and a half. Yeah. That was when the credit card information leaked out. Yeah. Oh, that I do remember. That yes. was fun. That was PS3. <laughs> yeah. That was PS3. PS3. Yeah. yeah, that was PS3. I liked how at E3 they actually came out and talked about it and didn't ignore that that occurred. That was classy. <laughs> They're so classy when they want to be. 
That, that well, yeah, when they want to be. <laughs> um, <laughs> PlayStation Plus this month, they did a vote for which game ends up on PlayStation Plus. Uh, Broforce beat out Assault Android Cactus for PlayStation Four. Assault Android Cactus, I think, really needed the the exposure because they don't have Devolver uh, behind them, mm-hmm. and it also looks like a pretty good game. So on PS4 in March, you're going to get Broforce Galaxy, Flame Over, and Super Stardust HD, and some other stuff that sucks. By comparison, on Xbox Live Game with Golds, you're going to get Crimes and Punishment, Lords yeah. of the Fallen for Xbox One, and then for Xbox 360, it's Supreme Commander 2 and Borderlands. Um, now, Borderlands, I'm not going to really speak ill of. Lords of the Fallen... The you first know, was, one, you can. You absolutely can. It was yeah. a tech demo. Well, but it was fun. But the DLC was fantastic. But the, the, had a, the base had game... moments. Oh, it really did. The, the moment's called General Knox. It's just the best part of the game. You can just skip everything <laughs> and lords of the fallen is not you know the next dark souls but you know it was it oh was boy. a solid it was a solid 7 out of 10 attempt mm. so what you got here on xbox is four at least full box games what you have on playstation 4 is two kind of interesting indies for me personally though so like the dollar value is with xbox 100% yeah the quality value just because galaxy is on there <laughs> Yeah. But you already bought it. <laughs> I don't care. I'm I'm looking at this as kind of a critic of if I didn't have any of these games, which of these lineups would be more valuable to me? Mm, okay, and that makes sense. N- knowing what I know about what Galaxy actually is, like, yeah, that's one of the best Why? games you will ever play. Why are they giving Galaxy away for free? Usually, it it happens earlier, and it's for attention. Like Broforce being on, that makes sense because it'll be free for thirty days, and then it's been out people for a might long buy time. it later. Broforce uh, is out already. Oh yeah, it's been out for a while. Or maybe on, P- on PC. It's on been PC, out. Oh, okay. not on PS4. This yeah. is the new PS4 release. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, Galaxy had a lot of stuff, a lot of irons and a lot of fires that was supposed to occur last year. Uh, there were a few little tweaks that went into the PC version that did eventually come out, but it came out way later than it was supposed to. Uh, season five was supposed to come out last September. That still hasn't shown up. So that's <laughs> that is six months. That this promised additional bit of content has not been released, and I'm imagining that this is just going to help uh, 17-bit pay them or pay themselves and feed themselves as they finish up that bit of content and then get it on phones. Man, there's nothing sadder than that one piece of DLC you know is coming and it never does, and they have a place set right for it. And you're like, eventually. Someday. There are the hours. If the hours. There are set some things sadder. It's like the lack of a Vita version. That's Aww. sadder. <laughs> I'm still sad about that. Oh, man. I'm so sorry, Chance. <laughs> yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you. I'm drying tears. I know. Right? That really must hurt. Like, I really wish. I really wish I had a Vita so I could play Borderlands 2. Just on a bus. Uh, it's That'd easily the worst version of Borderlands. Yeah. But well, it is I'm, Borderlands 2. Like, it I've is. got it bad, man. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at my Steam account. See how many hours I got in there. I, me and my college buddies just play the ever-loving home. Man, I, I got it bad. <laughs> it's your, it's your destiny. It's oh, see that I've works seen, two ways. I've seen <laughs> that. My, we we all try to play Destiny. I don't. I didn't have the system, but man, they bounced off that real hard. They didn't like it. Really? No, and I've seen it, and I get it. It's 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 solid, empty. Yeah, like it's no soul or just um. I, 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 I There's one. There's, it's kind of tragic. There is one thing I acknowledge that Destiny does better than any other shooter, and that is the headshot. 
Mm-hmm. When you land a headshot in Destiny, this guy doesn't just die. His head turns into a fireworks display <laughs> that announces for everyone watching, check out this guy nailing headshots. Isn't he cool? That <laughs> like, is so... Yeah, and, like, and that's the best part of it. Bungie is so great at those details you never think of that make all the difference in the world. But like, the broad strokes here just aren't there. No, like, yeah, their, their essential stories are never, ever worth it. But, like, stuff like just, you know, when, like, in the original Halo, when you, like, you hit a jump with a warthog, that's what it just, like, pumps the air. It's just like, yeah. Yeah. No, I like this. I can get into it. And this we, gotta, like, yeah. we, we gotta stop shitting on Destiny all the time. <laughs> it, um, no, no, I think, we, I think it's okay to shit on Destiny. That's it's still thing. there. And they've still lied about it not getting a sequel and still adding on to it. That was a... Yeah. That, was, that was shitty. Thank you! I don't even care that much about Destiny, and I thought that was shitty. Uh, they're like, okay, this what you didn't love us or love us, love us. So we're gonna take our toys and go home. We're gonna, we're gonna make you win us back. Um, <laughs> also can't do that. They don't have Halo anymore. No. <laughs> also announced this week, uh, adorable little uh, horror game Yomawari Night Alone is coming west for Vita. Um, it kind of looks like Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past with HD graphics. Uh, top down, and you're running away from terrifying Japanese monsters, trying to find your sister and your dog. Aw. It looks really neat. Mm. Looks nice. Uh, Risk of Rain, cool little 2D uh, co-op roguelike. Yeah. Uh, It's been on PC for a while. It is coming soon to PS4 and Vita. It'll break you, man. (laughs) Uh, It's so much fun, though. I'm looking forward to it. Like, yeah, give me a a good roguelike on Vita. I'm going to have a great time. Yeah. Uh, so how much time did you put into it? Uh, that's a good question. I can look it up right now. <laughs> but no, it's fun. And, and it's, won't be embarrassed at all. No, I, I won't. No, it's there wasn't that much. I'm not oh, okay. going to talk about New Vegas right now. Uh, <laughs> but um, no, it was. It's like it's take something really simple. The longer you stay in an area, the harder it gets, and it makes it interesting. Just as interesting as the first time you play it, every time you play it. And you can make great runs, you can make mediocre runs, you can take a run where you find some loot so broken, you win the game, and you will never do it again. And it's like, hey, you won, but doesn't it feel like you cheated? You haven't earned it. And it's like, I know, I'm sorry. No, I, I think... 16 hours. I thought I saw something... Uh-huh. 16, that's not much. Uh, yeah, that's... Um, I thought it I feels, saw something a, the other it, day. It takes some out of you. Like, a 10-minute run can just wreck you. I thought I saw something the other day that called it a rogue light. Which says to me that as you progress and discover things in the world, you actually unlock stuff that makes yourself stronger. Is that the case? Um, but it's like Binding of Isaac. You can you technically unlock it, but the odds of you actually finding that thing uh, again is really low. Okay, so there's no, like, you know, your base health is always more, your defense is always more. Uh, no, nothing like okay. that. Um, but you unlock, like, different characters, and each one is more bizarre, more difficult than the next one, and they're all interesting. And they're almost all just glass cannons, but very, very different glass cannons. That's very like, appealing to me. It's you're gonna love the engineer. I bet it. I bet he just he doesn't shoot people. He just lays mines and traps. That is the opposite of every character I play. <laughs> oh, okay. You might like the this blast shield do with the shotgun. He's yeah, that, that does sound like fun. He's fun. Chances, guilty pleasure. Senrin Kagura Estival Versus. Finally, we'll get a release date. It's about two weeks away. Uh, March 15th in North America, March 18th in Europe. Uh, no one else cares. I acknowledge that. <laughs> there are some people who enjoy Senrin Kagura. And I can I'm pretend to care. You can pretend. Does the Kayla play that with you? Guys. Does Kayla approve of that game? Is she okay um, with this? Or is it one of those things where she acknowledges it and leaves the room? No. Okay, well, she. it was one of the things that she was, you know, 
When I first got Dragon's Crown, she refused to even be in the same room when I was playing with a sorceress in my party. Once I kind of got to know the sorceress and showed and said, you know, come here, watch this. I want you to see just like her animations and her flying around and stuff. She kind of fell in love with the sorceress in the game and uh, now has no problem with sorceress. Yeah, now now she considers the sorceress to be cute. Now, I don't think she ever got to that point with Sinrin Kagura, but I'm not going to go too deep on the outcome of that, but I will say that it got to the point... <laughs> <Please> don't. <laughs> I, I don't s- want to get you in trouble. I may be sorry I asked this question. <laughs> I will say that it got to the point where she told me that she approves of the effect it has on me. And I'll just leave that out there. <clears throat> I mean, I would love you to explain that, but... No, nope. <laughs> nope. Ch- Chamber- Chamberlain gets it. We're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I got that joke. I mean, okay. okay. <clears throat> uh, there was a hot new Dark Souls 3 trailer this week that was yeah, good super good. Really it good had a song. song that you didn't think would work with it at all, True Colors. Just but it like worked Black, out the Bloodborne ad. Oh, the Bloodborne ad, the music sucked. That was an original. That was an original song. I hated it. I kept on thinking oh. of Aching Bones. Oh, the Aching Bones one was so good. And, and they ripped oh it off. Oh my God! Please help me. Knee deep in the river. Can you hear my plea? Remember that one? Oh, that's much better. Oh, that was amazing, yeah. right? And yeah, so that that original one for Bloodborne, I thought, or did not work as well. This works really well. But I'm watching it, and I'm like, wow, those graphics are not as good as Bloodborne by no, a no, wide no. margin. No, no, no. I and love that tree, dude, though. Yeah, like, it's, and it still, it still kind of gets into me and makes me, oh, I can't wait to go get my ass kicked and kick some ass. Yeah. But it feels kind of shallow that I'm a little sad that it doesn't look as gorgeous as Bloodborne. I wish they took another year. Yeah, seriously. Or is it because it's multi-platform? I, it could, no, I, I think it's just because they're basically using the same engine. Ah, That's okay. It. But uh, there's one thing I want to look up here. So, um, McCracken, you had a you had an insight about uh, Dark Souls fatigue. Yeah, and it's just I I hope for the best, and we've been really lucky so far. But I've played a, a, a Lords of the Fallen did not did not work. It, really, it it, it should have. But like, it's like would I like a game like Dark Souls without its amazing atmosphere? Without it's just it's oh. just grip. I'm like it's this feeling of despair. If it was something, I'll say it a little broier, and it's oh. oh, that just the spell broke, man. It just didn't work. Okay, that disgusts me. Yeah, it's okay, it's but bro-y but this tell. this isn't that. This is Dark Souls again. This it is Dark goes. Souls directed by Hidetaka Miyazaki again. And he that, did not direct Dark Souls two. He did not, and I, I could feel it, but I still it's it was still good. It was I good. liked it. It was fun. I think yeah. I played it the most. Do you not have a PS4? Me? You you don't have a PS4, do you? No, I play Bloodborne. Oh, okay, I good. bought with my la- my tax rebate. The only game I have played in my PS4 is Bloodborne, and it okay. was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that That's, would be a that would be a console oh. purchase. <laughs> okay, so yeah, but, so th- this is Miyazaki directing again, and so I'm and looking at the uh, the vistas that we saw in that trailer. This feels very Miyazaki to me. It yeah, like this, it's this big, beautiful, gorgeous, romantic, dark, sad, depressing, lonely world. And you take that and you put some monsters in it that are coming to kill me. I'm going to have a really good time. The monsters look fantastic. Oh, that, those like candle nights. Oh, oh god, it's amazing. All, it's all so good. You know, and like actually, I I don't like that trailer as much as I like the actual like gameplay demos yeah. they showed. Those that those demos look great, and everyone that's gotten their hands on it loves it. So I'll I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm looking forward to having a shield I can rely on again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like 
I don't. I get what they were doing, but no shield at all. God damn! Come on. Mm. I had a ton of fun. Tough man. love. Tough love. Great. I had. I used that great sword. I had a great, great time. It's a good. It was so good. Okay. Uh, did everyone you guys watch? Are crazy. No, we we have excellent taste. Crazy in uh, love. Feeling so crazy in love. <laughs> okay. Um, I trust I'm not the only one who watched that Uncharted Four trailer this week. No, it's no, good. We saw it. It's good. Now it's it's, it's not just a good trailer. Do you remember watching the trailer where Drake wakes up in the train car at uh, VGX one year? And we were Got all chills. like, there is no way that that is gameplay. Like, that, it was so gorgeous. It was like seeing Mario 64 for the first time. Exactly. They're I doing it again! Up. They're doing it again! That is the feeling I got watching that. Oh, it looks amazing! Dude, watch that trailer back-to-back with any, you know, Indiana jones that's thing Hollywood's tried to do in the last ten years. The dialogue is so much better than it needs to be. Mm-hmm. It's a, they they tell a good story with just the sparse amount of lines, and it's it's not just you know the Inception sound plus. <laughs> we never thought this would happen. <laughs> Blah, yeah. and, you don't know what you're talking about. Blah. 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 <laughs> and I'm I'm looking at what they're doing in engine there, and I'm thinking about that. Um, that Final Fantasy movie that came out like 15 years ago that had nothing to do with Final Fantasy. Oh, we don't have to, we don't have to talk within. about that. We don't spirits have to talk within. about that at all. Yeah, Spirits Within. But I'm talking about the way that looked and how we were all like, imagine one day when video games will actually be able to do that. No, I don't think they ever will be able to do that. That's just too crazy. This looks way better than that. This looks better than Advent Children did. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. It really does. Like it, What they're doing is unbelievable. It makes the order look shitty. If the order had come out a day after this does, no one would ever talk about the order ever again. <laughs> no one still will talk about the order ever again. Come on. Hey, You're I the only will. ones who hold that torch. <laughs> I will. Was... If you didn't know, Drake's brother was Troy Baker. Would you have guessed it was yeah. Troy Baker? Yes. Yeah. I don't I, think I would have. I think no, he's doing a really good job. I heard the voice and I was like, "That's Troy Baker." Yeah. Just okay. no. He's he's been in a lot lately and has gotten to the point that I can tell it's him. Just like when you can tell, like uh, Nolan North is one of the thugs in Batman. Oh, uh, he, he's definitely uh, a male American number nine voice pack for uh, XCOM Two. It's great. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it has to be him. And um, I stumbled upon um, oh, who plays Femshep? Oh, uh, Jennifer Hale. Jennifer Hale's one of them, too. Oh, and my I, God! That's what makes that game great. You just stumble upon it, and it's like, oh, that's Jennifer Hale. Oh, shit. Oh, that's Troy <laughs> Baker. That's the one North. Oh, man, they didn't even tell us. Yeah, I don't really care what they do in uh, the next Mass Effect, but when it's not Jennifer Hale, I'm going to be so sad. They're, rats are fleeing the ship on that one. Really? I don't know what's going on. What have you heard? Oh, the lead writer left. Oh, that, yeah, but, you know, sometimes... Well, maybe he's done, sure, but a couple of designers, too. Some of the old, some of the old guard. I got him. Oh, no! They're making it a multiplayer co-op shooter for the whole campaign! Honestly? I can see it now, with microtransactions. Oh, no, no! For gun skins! <laughs> they already did that with Mass Effect 3. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh, wouldn't you, it could, be... you could finish that game without touching any of that part. Oh, of I know, but it was there if you wanted to pay for it. <laughs> Gateway drug. It, it, it was. Oh, I, I threw a lot of money. That was a good multiplayer. Me and Patrick still play it sometimes. We just played it like a week ago, actually. It's wow. good. Imagine if Dragon Age Inquisition turns out to be the last good Bioware game. That's really You sad. shut your mouth. I know. Isn't that really horrifying? Sad. That's a horrifying thought. And it was a fine game, but it was. we all considered it the stepping stone to the next gorgeous thing they were going to do. It fell flat on its face in the end there. I, I, yeah. I swore we were an act away from the end, and it just stopped. And I was... Stunned. 
Well, they ran out of money. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> they really did. Guys, yeah. we got a week. Wrap it up. Let's go. Uh, that must have been what it was like. Uh, Resident Evil 4, 5, and 6 are all coming to the current-gen consoles. They will be $20 each and will all get a physical release. Who cares about that? Uh, well, 4 would be nice to have, because 4 is a good game. Yeah, but we had 4 on the PS2, we had 4 on the PS3, we had... I don't think I can play it again. Do we need 4 again? Like, you no, know where I'd no. like to have 4? It's not on the PS4. <laughs> You'd like to have 4 on the Vita! Oh, yeah, because oh. it would fucking run, and it would be fine, and it would be it would fill a space on that platform that nothing else really does. On the current gen, these are extraneous. See, this is them giving us everything but we really want. We really want the Resident Evil 2 remake. Oh, that'd be cool. Um, the way that just, they yeah. did the Resident Evil 1 remake. So that's what everybody wants. And because, hey, hey, we're talking about Capcom again, giving people what they don't want. Yeah. To give to give Capcom credit, they did feel, they did look a little ashamed about 6. Did they? Well, they, they, they walked it back a little bit. Because if they hadn't, we would have seen something else by now, a lot like it. It didn't sell well at all. Yeah, or it didn't sell met- half as well as it wanted it to. Imagine if they actually turn around and they end up coming up with something that's kind of as cool and atmospheric as the evil within. You can only dream. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's, it's good that we haven't seen anything like this. I mean, it's, it should be a couple of years. They should lay off Resident Evil for even longer now. Let's, let's just well, let everybody forget about it. Since, what, 2011? That's a pretty Yeah, but unless they have a good idea to come back at it again, what's the reason to come back at it? Good point. It's and I hope they're waiting for that idea. Because yeah. by slapping the Resident Evil name on something, they'll make some sales. And so they will, I guarantee well, you. Yeah, less and less doing. each time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at Sonic. Come on. Do we really want Resident Evil to become a Sonic thing? Well, it's no, going to be a movie franchise now. So it does. Uh, I'm, really worried about, I'm really worried about the Ratchet and Clank movie. I, I, I'm so scared. Um, well, you know, there, there have been these Sony um, IP movies in the past, and all of them have pretty much gone straight to DVD. This one, it'll depend on what critics say. They're giving it a marketing push. Yeah, and which is weird. Yeah. Um, the game you could be considered part of the marketing push. Like, maybe they want this to be, like, their Kung Fu Panda, and maybe yeah. it will be, but I don't really trust them to do it. <laughs> I respect the hell out of them just keeping the actors. They yes. Did not have to do that. Yes. That was I nice love movie. me, and I'm, his name escaped me right now. But as soon as they cast him in what Going Commando, I was like, oh, they know exactly what they're doing. This guy's fantastic. I don't Ooh, remember his um, name. He's a delight. Yeah, yeah. The guy was the bad guy. You mean? Oh no, no, no! I'm talking about Ratchet, the Ratchet boys. Because it wasn't him originally. Wasn't was, it? No, he was terrible. The first, the first guy they had. I don't remember that at all. They recast him. I can't remember his name, but he's he's Ratchet. There can be no one else. I swear to God, you're wrong about this. I don't no, this. I'm not. I'm an IMDb addict at that age. <laughs> I, I'll bet you money, Chance. It's fine. I'm, I'm IMDbing this right now. Yeah. IMDb, Ratchet, <laughs> Clank, Doing Commando. <laughs> all right, We're talking about going all the way back to the PS2 games, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, original yeah. ones. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, James Arnold Taylor is Ratchet. Yep. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. He's also uh, Fred Flintstone. What? Yeah. In what? In the new. Anytime you've heard Fun Flintstone in the last ten years, it's been him. He's really good. And hmm. in in the original Ratchet and Clank, the fellow's name is Mikey Kelly. Didn't quite make the cut. How did I miss that? That's weird. it's been a long time. Well, it's also yes. because the new voice is in your head. So when you're yeah. thinking about the old Ratchet, you think about the new voice because it fits. It's yeah, similar, Ratchet. but he falls flat all the time. Oh, Jesus, I had no freaking idea. Well, way to school me on Russian. I mean, like, I, really good. 
I am so deep in Insomniac. Insomniac actually has an office like 10 miles away from where I grew up. And I, I would drive it past it sometimes to be like, I should just get a job answering phones there. And then like <laughs> well, a couple of years ago, they're like, people need to stop getting jobs answering phones here. We know what you're doing. Cut it out. I'm like, oh, okay, you read my mind. <laughs> well, uh, it, wasn't it voted best place to work in the U.S. like years and years and years in yeah, a row? Yeah, they're great. I, I respect the hell out of those guys. I just wish resistance was better. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Take Two CEO Strauss Zelnick says that Take Two will be at E3, quotes, in a big way. There's no word on what that could possibly entail, if they're going to have a press, press conference or what, or, you know, which of their studios will be showing up. But I personally am just crossing my fingers that we will hear the word Bioshock and not in a remastered capacity. That's pretty much all I got. Well, oh, did, oh well, an enemy within shock. on Vita. Enemy within on Vita, please. Mm. They got yeah. Warren Spector back on System Shock. That should be cool. Wow. You, you know what? The last games Warren Spector made. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The magic has been gone for a while. His oh. name doesn't hold as much weight anymore. No, but it's still a cool name. Warren Spector. It's yeah, pretty yeah. great. It's like a Bond villain. <laughs> oh, my neighbor has a great Bond villain name, but I shouldn't say it. Okay. I... Uh, no, I'll get in trouble if I say that too. It was just, his last I, name is his <laughs> last name's Dial. It's pretty great. I knew a guy whose uh, whose first name was Spider. His, really? his legal first name was Spider. I bet he had interesting parents. He was a very interesting dude. Um, Necropolis. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Necropolis. Uh, it's PC version. It was supposed to come out pretty shortly. Uh, it's been in early access for a while. What Necropolis is is it's kind of like a game that's trying to be as challenging as Dark Souls. But it's co-op, just pure PvE co-op, so it's all cooperative, and um, the dungeon is randomly generated every time. And the graphics, are, or the art direction is really nice. Uh, it's gotten delayed, because it's going to come to consoles this summer, Xbox One and PS4, by publisher Namco Bandai. Wait, Bandai? No. Yes, Namco right. Bandai. Yeah, that's that, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're the ones who publish the Soul series, and they say that this is a perfect kind of companion game to the Soul series. It's a great kids-friendly Dark Souls. Oh, that sounds fun. I've seen it. It looks... I, I want to see kids getting in on this. It seems like a, I, I hesitate to use the word gateway drug, but it's yeah. a fun style of game, and more people should you know get exposed to it. Agreed. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. That's okay. Um, I'm just not as good at video games. It just comes down to that. Yeah, By the way, Chance, when are we playing Street Fighter V so I can uh, be good at something again? I, th I thought we weren't doing that because... Jalen, you would wipe the floor with me. I, yeah, you know what? I'll send you a $20 PlayStation Network code. You can download <laughs> Virtual Fighter V and then... We'll I have play. Virtual Fighter V. You do? No, on Xbox on, 360. Yeah, on 360, that's, yeah. that's why I would send you the code and then you would buy it on PlayStation I'd 3. have to dig out my PS3 somewhere. Did the guy with the chicken hat come back? He was my I friend. feel... I feel like I feel like that might be putting you too, through through too much trouble, so I didn't want to suggest it. But if you want to play a fighting game with me, that's how it's got to be. Because I can't get good at Street Fighter Five, or else next time I go over to my brother's, I'll just kick his ass and he won't have any fun, and I can't have that. Because <laughs> if I play you, I'll get better, and I don't want to get that good. <laughs> anyway, uh, id. Uh, it released a thing, 22 Reasons to Love Doom, and it's all about the new game. And weirdly enough, it's mostly about the personalities of the people who are making it, and they, they name drop everyone who works at it, basically, in these, these three uh, posts they did. In the third post, they drop, 
that Doom is going to run at 1080p, 60 frames per second, and they want it to be so visually stunning that when that people wonder how other titles can't achieve this look at 30 frames per second. I like that sentiment. On all platforms. You left yeah. that apart. On all platforms. Yeah, so they uh, they got some moxie. They got some confidence there. The world needs to know. They're going to sell the shit out of that engine is what's going to happen after this. Everyone's going to want that in on this. Maybe. Like, what, like whatever happened stuff. with id Tech 5, did anyone do anything with id Tech 5? I don't think so. You'd think some of the Bethesda companies would have, but I don't remember any. Different. I don't know if the id Tech engines handle large environments that well. Although well, Rage it, was pretty big. Rage you can make the argument no engine handles those environments that well. Well, <laughs> Dying Light does. This Far Cry engine is oh, doing yeah. a fine job of it in Primal. So yeah, basically they're they're stepping up and we're saying we're still id. We are still the ones who make the most technologically mind blowing games in the world. And meanwhile, Naughty Dog is over here just nodding, silently mm. going, okay. "Yeah, sure." Okay. Okay, okay, we've had your mantle for the last you know fifteen years, but no, no, no. Let's, let's Naughty Dog is working on one console. They can yeah. push the PS4 out as far as it can go. And yes, the PS4 wins over the in the console race as far as you know horsepower goes. But if they can actually make Doom run that well on everything, PC, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, that's an accomplishment. Yeah, no one's ever going to call 30 frames per second cinematic ever again. <laughs> it's because they're full of shit. I don't oh. know 30 frames per second. Like, I'm, it I'm works sure this... as long as it stays there and never goes anywhere else. Yeah, I'm sure this Far Cry is running about there, and it feels fine. It feels good. Yeah. But yeah, it's nice to see id being id, being the id that we remember, despite the fact that Carmack is gone. Yeah. I had forgotten that he was yeah. gone. It looks fun. It looks... I, I, I want to play it. It looks like Doom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's just, it just doesn't look dark enough to me. It looks too bright and colorful. Yeah, but, too much lava. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Keep hope alive. Enemy uh, sounds fantastic. Battlefield Five is listed by a Swiss online retailer this week as a multiplayer tactical shooter in World War One. The World War One part is swiftly deleted. <laughs> oh. But it could be true. It's been a long time since we saw like a you know one of those early twentieth century shooters, and I like yeah. them. A shooter where you have to where you shoot for two seconds and just hide with your bayonet and hope no one goes in your trench. Yeah, and I, I loved I loved when you're using the old rifle and you go through the clip and it goes ping and it shoots out the top of the rifle. Oh, the Garand, yes. yeah, yeah, the Garand. You gotta love the Garand, man. So yeah, I would I would totally be down for that. I I've really missed, frankly, the the nostalgic shooter like that. Apparently, there's, yeah, apparently there's this awful, awful, awful game about Gettysburg where it literally was you have one shot and then you just kind of have to hide. And hope you don't die. <laughs> Seriously? It was, I had a friend that swore it existed and said it was the worst thing he ever played. And then your, your bayonet, or like your, your saber would break after two strikes anyway, and it was just, just like, <sighs> Can you not, like, spend two minutes, like, jamming a ball back in there? I hope so. I hope it's the most intricate minigame that's ever been made. That would be cool. Because it would have to be. <laughs> to not blow your own face off after you load it in the first time. Or yeah. just choke on, you know, the powders, biting off the packet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that stuff gets in your teeth. It's no fun. Oh, man. Okay, do you want to hear a funny story about uh, Chance's childhood? Oh, always. Speaking of front-loading rifles. <laughs> my uh, my family, when I was growing up, we moved, we moved all over Canada. I have lived in every western province in Canada at some point or another. And my uh, my father and my older brother ended up getting into sport hunting just because we were kind of like upper crust enough that they could afford it. Mm -hmm. And what they ended up getting into was... 
muskets because you could hunt in kind of the off season because it was considered much more challenging to kill something with a musket than it is with Next any other impossible. type. Yeah, with any other type of rifle. And so in the basement of our house, uh, do you remember those old little plastic canisters or little little containers that you used to put film in to keep film in your fridge yes. before you took it in? Yeah. Okay. So in those canisters in our basement, we had, you know, 50 of them, and there was a measured out amount of black powder in every one, enough for one shot. And one day, my mother, my uh, father, and my younger brother are out of the house, and my older brother comes to me and says, hey, David, want to have some fun? <laughs> and I go, well, yeah. So he takes me out into the backyard, and he's got uh, like four of these canisters, worth of black powder and each canister is a pretty good shot because these balls are huge and heavy things <laughs> and our backyard at the time was huge and we had uh, we had this little bank of fir trees and we go in inside these fir trees where we're protected by the wind and he pours in a little pile of black powder right out of yosemite sam cartoon oh geez and then he takes a match <laughs> puts it in the and it touches the powder and it goes up and he goes, okay, 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 just hang on. Takes the match. Touches the powder and it goes up. He says, okay, put your hands around it. I go, okay. <laughs> so I put my hands around this pile of, <laughs> pile of uh, gunpowder. He takes the match, leans directly over the pile, very slowly brings the match down, and the explosion goes straight up into his face. I end, I end up with tiny little burns along the pads of my thumb. And he runs into the house. I know I'm a little freaked out, but, you know, everything's probably fine. And I go into the house, and he comes down from upstairs with a towel. And as he comes down from upstairs, he's going, everything's fine. Everything's fine. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. Everything's fine. And he comes up to me, and he's, he's drying his face with a towel. He brings and he has the no eyebrows. Down. He brings the towel down, and the first layer of skin comes off with it. Oh! <laughs> And I'm looking at I'm looking at him like I just saw my brother's skin slough off, and so, and so he can see that something has gone a bit wrong. So we go and we get the neighbor, and the neighbor takes him to the hospital. He comes home later that night, bandaged up like the Invisible Man. Uh, he did lose his eyebrows, <laughs> yes, and, and his eyelashes. Oh God! And he uh, he suffered no long term ill effects, but to this day, when he steps out of the shower, he is red as a beet. <laughs> that is that is the only outcome. And you can't tell his eyebrows are tattoos. You really can't. <laughs> but what I love about that story is the universe gave you so many chances to just take stock of what you were doing and walk away. No, I was like eight. I'm oh. not going to do that. I was going to have a good time. There were matches. There were flammable things. It oh, was so going to happen. I'm so glad Boy. I was so bad with matches. I'd always burn myself, and I never got good enough to just... You know, try to kill myself, like all good eight-year-olds do. I, I was a, I was a freaky little firebug. I don't know why. Yeah, see, I get. We, it. I, I did something similar with that. We, had, we did you? Either of you ever build those model rockets? Yeah, with, with we the, did it okay. for a science class. We would take, we would take the model rocket engines and saw them in half, and then like hollow out all of the gunpowder, all of the propellant inside there, and that stuff would go crazy, but it would make a ton of smoke. So at one point I was home alone, and I made a little pile and a little again that Wiley e. Coyote or, or Yosemite Sam. Uh, pile with a little trail leading to it, <laughs> lit it up, and it went poof and filled the garage with smoke. So I had to open the garage and like try to like get fans to blow uh, the smoke out of the garage before my parents came home and said, "What the hell were you doing?" <laughs> we did make homemade smoke bombs once. Nice. That did happen. Those are fun. 
They are. Uh, okay, video games. <laughs> 2D platforming Souls-like Salt and Sanctuary's release date will be announced in the next two weeks. This came uh, kind of on the tail end of a blog post they did announcing that the game now has a ton of multiplayer available for it, which is why the game hasn't come out in the past year, apparently. If you looked at the post, you wouldn't see that. You had to go to the company's Twitter feed. On the Twitter feed, they say, we'll have a release date announcement in the next two weeks, to which someone says, yeah, you didn't mention the Vita version. What's up with that? And they said, it'll come later. Was that your tweet that said you didn't mention the Vita version? No, actually, that was someone else, because the Vita fan bases, you know, they bug people way more than I do. I'm just, you know, another one of the voices in the chorus. But yeah, someone had already asked, and I just went and found the answer. And, yeah, the problem, what I imagine the problem is, first of all, it's a two-man team. Well, it's a man and a woman team. Uh, That's really impressive. Yes, yes. Like that, and what was it? um, Charlie Murder. Rebel Galaxy. Oh, yeah, the Rebel Galaxy. How many people was Rebel Galaxy? Two. It's two people. It blows your your mind. I I thought it was like, okay, two people made Rebel Galaxy. It's going to be just a bunch of text and some fun space combat. No, they model characters. They have voice actors. It's Yeah. It's good. It's professional. Yeah. It's profoundly impressive. It's um, really it, I, I will say it's a lot more impressive than what Scott Studios does. Yeah. But I'm super hyped for, you know, a little 2D Souls game. Now, what I imagine the problem is, beyond the fact that there's two people trying to port it to a smaller platform, is that it's written in C-sharp, which is what Mercenary Kings was written in, uh, which doesn't play nice on Vita. So, cross your fingers, don't hold your breath. Mm. Mercenary Kings, it's okay. Yeah, Mercenary Kings wasn't, yeah. Yeah, but Mercenary Kings on a handheld? That makes more That would sense. really work. Yes, yeah. it really would. Yeah. And man, I'm pissed off about it oh. still. There was a big leak from a Nintendo person. Uh, this is the person who leaked that uh, Pokemon Sun and Moon were a thing before it was officially announced. And a lot of this person's other leaks have come to pass in the past. They just tend to be accurate. They're a good source. They say Legend of Zelda NX will launch uh, holiday 2016. The next platform apparently is coming this year, which is amazing. We haven't heard about it yet. What the hell? That, Officially. Man, you think you would have like had a leak a picture or a memo or something. Well, there's developers over at NeoGAF who are pissed right off at <laughs> Nintendo because they can't get any specs. They go up to Nintendo people saying, we'd love to make a game for your next platform. Uh, what do I need to know about it? Well, pitch me your game and maybe I'll tell you something no, about it. See? Well, how am I supposed to pitch you a game if what we're hearing is this thing might like basically be a handheld? Like, I need to know what it is. Well, I can't tell you what it is until you tell me what you want to make. Not content with alienating third parties after the console's release, Nintendo has made the leap to alienating them before the console's release. Yeah, Way to think, go, Big yeah. N. You think the Wii U would have humbled them a little bit? No, they're not prone to that. No. I can't remember a time when Nintendo has ever turned around and said, we were wrong about a thing. Oh, they don't that, have to. That has never happened. Yeah. And, the, and it, you know, it's anecdotal, these two devel- I think it was two developers on NeoGAF. They're not like, you know, the guy who runs EA. They're the pair of indies. Um, one of them, oh, God, what was the game? Fuck, I don't remember. Uh, but they're, they're a pair of indies, and they aren't getting this dialogue from Nintendo. Maybe the big companies are. Maybe Ubisoft has seen this thing and is like, we're holding off the next Assassin's Creed for a year, so it can go on this. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> Who knows? Delay God. those as much as you can. But um, but here's, here's what I want to leave we who love video games with. The picture... Of a Nintendo console with the power of a PlayStation 4 or Xbox One running a new Zelda game I'm in six months that. in six months time. 
as mm. good as news as that is, do you really want to invest in another console from Nintendo when a year later you'll be waiting for the next game? Yeah, or you'll get Mario game. Tennis, or you'll get something else that you've played a dozen times, and it'll just be a little prettier this time. I submit yeah. that Nintendo was almost out of ideas. Nintendo, I feel, really needed to double down on the Wii U. This is not even three and a half years since the Wii U launched. Like, Wii U owners have a legitimate right to feel totally burnt by this. Early they, adopters. I, I, I'll never understand it. I respect it. I will never do it. I have. It's brave. But, I, yeah, I, I'll admit I did it for misguided faith. I thought Sony first-party support in the Vita was going to last a lot longer, and it did. And, you know, it just turned out to be a really good platform anyway. But yeah, I, I tend to go in for the, because I, I will know I will love that first party stuff. And I know if I, Nintendo's first party stuff is, according to reviewers, peerless, I don't really agree with that anytime I play it. Mm-hmm. But I do know people who will buy whatever the next Wii is, buy Mario, buy Mario Kart, and have nothing bad to say about the console. Because that's I, all they're going to play. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I, am, yeah, I was not impressed with Mario Galaxy 2. Like the twenty minutes I played it, I was, not, I was not impressed with either Mario Galaxy. Yeah. I'm alone. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. just, and I could s- <laughs> bluntly segue from you know my gaff with Mario to Crash Bandicoot. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, that was yeah, I'm fisted. But okay, now, I never, I never probably put more than twenty minutes into Crash Bandicoot. I just remember not being too impressed with it. Well, and and you know, spirit of disclosure, full disclosure, Crash Bandicoot was my very first video game. Oh, see, I was, I was gonna okay. say that. I was gonna suggest that that's probably the case. Like, I figure you're what? a youngin. My first hardcore game was Mario, like the original Mario Brothers. Maybe that's it. God, you guys need to get I off can... my fucking lawn, both of you. Okay, well, I did play. <laughs> I did play Pac-Man on one of those like flat screens in a bar when I was yeah. like three. Okay, Chamberlain, yes. Chamberlain, a gentleman never asks. But, <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, it was my first video game, and it was just. Like it was the kind of game where my the music was so good and it was so almost like there were those like side scrolling levels where we were climbing a wall that are just so chill and meditative. My dad would just kind of listen to it. He hated video games. He always does, but he would just kind of like he he liked it. It was kind of you know instead of just being just you now bright colors and you know easily recognizable geometric shapes. Hey, here's a river. Here's this beautiful island. Here's this this bridge to nowhere covered in mist. Here's all this. Random stuff you can do, and hey, jump on this guy's head three times. We didn't really give a crap about the bosses. Don't worry about it. But yeah, <laughs> this is true. But then you know, Crash Bandicoot two came, and they got their crap together. They got a. They had um, oh, Mr. Krabs, oh, oh, what's his name? They the had sector. Yeah, ah, uh, they got him to do an amazing job on Cortex. And for my money, maybe the best maniacal laugh ever recorded. The game over screen for Crash Bandicoot 2. It's tremendous. Game over. <laughs> He's really talented. But it's... The jump from the first Crash Bandicoot to Crash Bandicoot 2 is... You know, I don't... It, it, we should really do something like, what was the best graphics leap of all time? Something... We can never really appreciate it once we get past it. You know, they've been getting those leaps have been getting smaller and smaller as we go along. Oh, definitely, it's got to be mm. so expensive now. But oh, yeah. Night Dog really gave a crap about atmosphere, and that's what I always, what always struck with me. But like halfway through college, like sophomore year, I finally got into like PlayStation emulating because I had all these discs. I didn't feel like throwing them out. I thought I'd back them up. 
So I played through them again, and they're they're hard. They're a lot harder than I remembered. I got my Crash Bandicoot Two kicked my ass. <laughs> it did. Like uh, halfway through, when because I knew about all the little secret areas. The secret areas are hard as balls, and I played a lot of like the you know classic Mario, and they're honestly, if you know Mario ever rode a polar bear, they're right up there. Hmm. Like, they're really hard, and there's a lot of like real cool random crap to find. Ways to like you have to die in the right way at the right place in this level, and you find a whole new secret. Hmm. You know, like it has the, the warping stuff. This goes to this, and that goes to that. Here's a gem, here's a crystal, and it's just really addicting for like a kid. I think uh, I think that generation actually is the contender for biggest leap because yeah. what what you're going from is 2D graphics in everything, unless you're talking about vector, and no one's talking about vector. We don't mm -hmm. care. Mm -hmm. um, but then. Like just we were talking about it last week, that genome soldier is walking through the snow in Metal Gear Solid. Or Mario is standing there kind of brushing off his boots in Super Mario 64. And it is it is like the clouds open up and the sun is shining on you. You are baby Simba at the beginning of The Lion King all of a sudden. Um, the difference was huge between for the, the N64 and the PS1. And we've gotten games that are infinitely better looking than that since, but the leap between them has never been the same. Unless and we're talking respect... about, yeah, sorry. Unless we're talking about the leap between Doom Two and Doom Three, which I think is a pretty strong contender. Oh yeah, there's a lot of years in between those. Yeah, Oof. yeah, yeah. Remember the chair? Well, that's not a direct lineage though from Doom Two to Doom Three because you've got Quake in between there. No, but what I think the first thing I ever saw of Doom Three was that light swinging above a pinky. You remember that pinky yeah. was in the washroom and the light was swinging blew my mind. I was like, this is not real. This can't be real. This can't be actually running on something. This is like, full motion video. Yeah. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, God. Oh, Going back to, I went back to Final Fantasy IX like a couple weeks ago, and time, time has been really kind to that game. Really? It really has. Actually, it's the, it, it is the only PlayStation game that is comfortable in its own skin. It, there's no, like, you know, like that, that and like, uh, what's it? Devil Daggers shows cases really well. That's kind of that jitteriness that you can kind of see the game drawing itself. That I, I hate that so much. And there's no, almost none of that. Hmm. Or they hide it really well in Final Fantasy IX. Hmm. It's still well, nine it, was right at the end of this console, wasn't it? It did. And, and no one gave a crap because hey, look, you know, Final Fantasy X. Who gives a shit? I love that game. It's so much fun. It's a, it's the best story they've told. It's, Oh, almost 15 years at this point. Exactly 15 years at this point. Oh, you're not excited about the episodic Final Fantasy VII remake? Come on. Oh, Chris and Navalis, random, you know, <laughs> Latin jargon X279. No, no, I, don't. I really don't. <laughs> I bet it's fun, but it's... Nah. Uh, it's, a, it's a little too photorealistic to take seriously. I, um, I never liked... I've never loved the Final Fantasy, never... Actually, actively hated the seven when seven was shown to me when I was younger. But Shh, as you, kill you. <laughs> as someone who's grown up in the video game kind of uh, culture, and I do actually love just the silhouette of Cloud standing there with this ridiculous sword slung over his shoulder. There's something iconic and really cool about that, and about like what, what was his name, uh, Gen thirteen, Weapon thirteen, or whatever that. Oh yeah, red, red, thir red thirteen. Yeah, no, red, yeah. red nine. Yeah, red, thir red thirteen. Red thirteen. I think yeah. it's red, red nine. Red nine, something else. I don't know. Red nine and, number five, Star Wars reference. And oh, the anyway. whole, the whole kind of steampunk, supernatural, but also techie sci-fi universe, like. 
There was a lot about Final Fantasy VII that is very appealing to a nerd, and that is what I am, or a geek at least. Or anyone um, who likes Star Wars. Yeah. What? What? Did you say you don't like Star Wars? I said, or or anyone that likes Star Wars. Man, fuck those people. No, I mean, like it, it just is. It has like sort of that like mashup feel that Star Wars had. It's like a western. It's a fantasy. It's in space. Those and it somehow works. Hell. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, as someone who didn't hated the original but does kind of enjoy you know nerd culture, yeah, I'll, I'll be down for this. I'll I'll buy the first episode at twenty bucks, assuming they don't release it for sixty, <laughs> which <laughs> oh. they very well may. Knowing Squeenix. it's forty, it's it's forty hours. First episode, sixty bucks. Sure, yeah. no, it won't be that good. And uh, so, you, like, I, yeah, I got my eye on that. I think that could be a lot of fun. Like, you know, give it a chance. Everyone's. I'm surprised how many people are down on that when we've been begging for it, or when the, the royal we has been yeah. begging for it for a decade. Well, what people were begging for was almost a shot-by-shot shot remake, yeah. and that's not what we're getting, which is fine. We couldn't the game possibly. doesn't. That game is probably aged so poorly. If you went back and it's tried to play good. seven now, it would it's, drive you insane. I did, and it did. Yes, it I looks have, and it does. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so surprising about nine. Really, it's just so comfortable. It's fun. Let me remember nine now. Nine was Zidane. Yep, was Zidane. The main and, character and Vivi. Yes. Heart, yeah. Okay. Yep. And then the, the the princess with the giant head. I can't remember her name. Brand. Uh, and then there was, there was that one night guy. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm oh, coming Steiner. back. I'm, uh, yeah, Steiner. Thank that you. That guy's yep. shoes. They're so they're so cute. <laughs> they all blend together. You play enough JRPGs, and it's very difficult to distinguish them after a while. It's like, who was in what? I don't remember anymore. Speaking of sequels, where's my new Legend of Dragoon, Sony? Come on. That'll never oh, happen. Oh, yeah. It was See? the one where, like, yeah, no, 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 no. That had a really good twist. Like, a legitimately damn good plot twist. The plot twist was good, and that was one of the old, it was one of the earlier RPGs where it was more involved with the combat. You didn't just, like, hit X to, like, attack. You had to kind of, there was some timing elements to the combat where you hit a button at the right time, you did more damage. It, it kind of ripped off from Super Mario RPG for that, but it made hey, the combat more the interactive. Yeah, I mean, it, it made a lot of sense. And a lot of RPGs, I mean, not that we get that many traditional JRPGs anymore. Oh, did you ever do the Tales uh, series? Did you ever do Superstar Saga? Uh, I did not. I did oh, not. that's wonderful. Like it's worth just just getting the Game Boy Advance emulator on something and just it's. I bet it holds up. Well, that's the thing. We were talking about that big leap of graphics between the you know, Super Nintendo to Nintendo to Nintendo 64 and PlayStation 1. The problem is you go back to a lot of those early N64, early PS1 games and look at them now and they're painful to look at. Yeah. Whereas you look at the late Super Nintendo games, the Genesis games, mm-hmm. heck, that's half of the games we're playing now. Yeah. 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 We've kind of come full circle back to the really good pixel art because good pixel art is ageless. Yep. It is. And look, you can look at it forever, and it, it, it still works. Whereas advances of technology have made it impossible to look at Final Fantasy VII and go, "Oh my God, what have I, what, what, what did I put up with when this came out?" Because now everything looks better than that. Vanillaware. So, I submit to you to bring it back for the final time to Crash Bandicoot. Watch <laughs> okay. a video gameplay of Final Fantasy VII, and then immediately go to Crash Bandicoot Warped. I'm sure Crash Bandicoot looked tons better because Crash Bandicoot Warp still looks good. Well, didn't they do part of that by limiting your field of movement? I mean, you had that. Oh 3D, yeah, absolutely. You you're can't you're, you're walking straight down a hallway, and then oh, there's the side-scrolling ones. So yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with cheating to make it look good. That's fine. It got a warp. Worked out pretty well for those guys. Yeah. yeah okay, that does look pretty good. Yeah. But then that character died. Were there any PS2 <laughs> Crash games? No. Yeah. Uh, was that was oh, Crash no, Kart no, Racing? No, 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 no. Was there a kart racing game on PS2? Yeah. 
Well, oh, no, Crash Team Racing was actually pretty rock solid. Yeah. But then yeah. after that, then it left Naughty Dog, and then then came the darkness. We was this was it sold to Activision? It, it no, Universal had it. Oh God! They murdered that, and they murdered Spyro, and I will never, ever, ever forgive them. <laughs> no, I have never put a game down faster than it was. Enter the Dragonfly. It was a piece of shit. It it couldn't run at thirty frames per second. It was embarrassing. Ugh. It was bad. <laughs> and I was I was just used. To, I was riding high on Naughty Dog and Insomniac. I had no idea what changing a studio meant, but I learned real quick. Well, it's like that Sly Cooper game that we played. That I don't last want to touch Sly it. Cooper game. I remember yeah. Sly that was the way I want bad. to. It wasn't that bad, but it didn't have. It was missing a lot of the charm. Yeah. It just wasn't. Secret Sauce was not there. Ugh. No, yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. It's still there, but eh, it doesn't yeah. quite match. It doesn't match up. The last one was the right way to end it. I thought that's a pretty good. Yeah, thing. yeah it was a great ending. Yeah. It, it you it was an ending that was, um, I don't know, adored those characters as much as the player did. It did. Yeah. And it's just the the time travel thing, which is a cute little. If we did, maybe uh, time travel. Who cares? I don't know. We're done. <laughs> oh, we'll never see another infamous world. Who knows? That that is a huge question that I hope we see answered at E three. What the fuck has Insomniac or Insomniac Sucker, Sucker Punch, Punch been doing yeah. since uh, First Light? Not it's a been long time. two years. We gotta have are, an announcement. Are they officially first party Sony? Does Sony own them? Or are they yeah, kind I think of that so. sec- yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, for a while now. Well, they've got them something going because I mean, I I actually thought the, that last Insomnia, Infamous was not bad at all. Compare that to other launch titles. Yeah, Ooh, on the PS4, it was, it was the best. Yeah, I, I bet it's one of the best launch titles. Period. Yep. Or are you talking about period for all gaming platforms? Yeah, I think I am. I don't know. Mm. Prove me wrong. What's a great launch title? They're almost always garbage. Soul Calibur Dreamcast, oh, greatest, you la- got me. greatest launch you got game me. ever. Yep. Super Mario 64, Super Mario World. Okay, it goes to 64. That <laughs> was such a brave experiment. Yes, it was. We owe so much to that game. That's like a Rosetta Stone. That is but, the Rosetta Stone for 3D gaming. Yeah, like, uh, Second Son was good. It was it was really solid. It sure yeah. wasn't the best infamous game. No, that's too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No one gives credit to the performances in that game. They're really good. It was amazing, and yeah. I was so down on them changing the voice actor for Cole right up until I played it. He's fun as hell. And it was fantastic. It was have you seen, super um, good. Have you heard of uh, the Brink? The, the Brink? Yeah, it no. was the. It was on HBO. It's got Jack mm. Black in it. It's supposed mm. to be their sort of like modern Doctor Strange love. Yeah. Oh, that sounds cool. It's it's not great. It's really fun. Hmm. And it's um, basically that Cole. He's like one of the. There's his two fire pilots, and they're just they're basically on a aircraft carrier. What's it next to India? Their nuclear power, Pakistan. It's basically like threatening to, you know, launch nukes, and they're sent to stop them. But they're like the aircraft carriers, drug dealers, and they thought they took uppers <laughs> to go, you know, f- you know, f- fly to like, you know, take out the, like the, the the missile transport, and they took hallucinogenics. And it's the <laughs> funniest thing, just listening, to, you know, Cole with a sudden action, just being like. I can't do this, man. I can't see the switch. I th- I, I'm wiping away the vomit, man. I can't see shit, man. It's just, oh, it's just, it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I'm, together, dude. I don't know. I'm hoping they uh, they just decide to make like Infamous Three and Cole's back, and you see that what would happened. Be nice, and you but... see what happened after lightning struck that boat. That was cheap. I didn't appreciate it. I like how they like people decided that Cole's sacrifice mattered, and they're like, you know what? No, he's dead. 
thought it was really brave of um, Sucker Punch to do that. Yeah, I don't Is need Zeke to be still brave. Does Zeke come back? Um, depends which ending you go. How would Zeke? Yeah, I was gonna say I, I, I killed Zeke when I finished Second Son. Wasn't yeah. that an amazing sequence? Yes, it was. Good. Yeah, that was, that was that was ooh. the best evil evil kind of plotline end I have ever played. Because yeah. it forced you to hit the button. It sounds yep. silly, but you had to press the button oh, to kill everything. Zeke. Yeah, hit R1 or whatever it was to kill Zeke. You had to do it. It was your fault. And then, I like, remember, yeah. oh, I, remember I got to that yeah. point and, and I wanted to, to roll it back and say, okay, maybe I don't want to be this terrible of a person. You couldn't. I was so evil up to that point that I couldn't, I couldn't load back far enough to unevil myself. <laughs> I, I, I was, I was, that was the bed I had made and they were going to make sure that I saw the consequences of all the terrible things I had done. And it started with having to kill your best friend. And I liked, I liked how it took those two supporting characters. There was uh, the ice girl and the fire girl. Is that right? Uh, oil, I think, is what it was. Yeah. It was either, either way, they Not had fire. been. One had been clearly, you know, the 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 good the good person, and one had yeah. clearly been kind of the evil person the entire game. And then at the end, when the chips are down, they switch. Yep. I loved that. I thought that it was, was great. It was great. If there was and nothing wrong with played the ice chick. She's actually a legitimate actress. She was on like uh, Californication for a little bit. She was. She super did not. Good. She did not have to turn in that performance. No, Bravo. No, it was super solid. And in that game, Cole's powers felt so huge and primal. And when you when you spin around and zip one of those tornadoes off the chain, it looks so good. And it <laughs> picks up all the cars and it smashes a helicopter. It felt amazing. There was nothing in Second Son that felt that good. Aww. Nothing that big, no. Really? Yeah. No, it all felt like I'm pushing a button and now I'm waiting for 10 seconds as this cutscene plays out of all this awesome stuff happening. And it looked good, it didn't feel good. It didn't feel as primal and powerful as in, as uh, as 2 did. It didn't. I was, I was Not even sad. Neon Girl in the expansion? No. That? Some of that, what, what Neon Girl's platforming felt like the platforming should have felt in all of Second Sun. Yeah. It was really fun just tooling around town as her. Nice. It pl- it played the way it should have played, and uh, and you know she's uh, Laura something Bailey Laura Bailey yeah turned she's in a the, great she's a female lead in um, uh, Tales from the Borderlands and she nails yeah. it. In fact, I I think she's also one of the supports in Uncharted Four. She's all over the place. That's the new No One North. You'll find her she everywhere. Is. I bet they all get drinks at the same bar, and I bet it's amazing. Oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> be a great to be a fly on the wall at that place, you know, just kind of listening to them dip in and out of different voices as they get drunk or see what happens. <laughs> who, who is their default character that they go to in a time of need? <laughs> and they all worship Robin Williams. Aww. Aww. No, no, Williams? Frank Welker. Frank Welker's their king. Who is that? He's everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Welker is Freddie Jones, Scooby-Doo, and everyone else. Oh. It was it was um Apu. No, uh, wait, no, the monkey from Aladdin. He's just Oh, the Abu. Uh, Abu. Abu. Abu, yeah. He's just you will die trying to get to the bottom of that guy's IMDb page. Huh. How do these guys get their start? I swear. They that... start they just steal they take all the work. Start at the bottom, and eventually you're the king. Hmm. It's that's not gotta lo- be a, yeah. it's, it's got to be a rough gig. I mean, it I, is. I can't it's imagine It's really hard that... to break in. Yeah. Cuz I remember back, you know, in college, when we were getting near the end, and a friend of mine were realizing that we didn't want to do what our uh, what our degrees were going to be, and we're like, "Well, what can we do with ourselves?" I we decided that you know, hey, you know, 
if in five years we got nothing, let's try to break into voice acting. And we were realizing how foolish that was. It was just kind of a cool idea because you don't really understand how difficult of a job it really is. I'm like, I just want to go read lines somewhere. you have to read. Oh, yeah. I, ooh. I was actually, it was a funny article I saw, and it's kind of off topic, but the woman who did the voice for Siri. Yes. Oh, she was correct. Doing, that was so yes, messed up. She didn't, yes, she didn't know she was the voice for Siri and got like oh. zero money for it. Oh. And didn't know what happened until her friends came to her and said, hey, your voice is coming out of my phone. Yeah. And she's it's like, just, oh, yeah. It's one of those things that makes you remind you that like Apple, we get our phones from a factory that has suicide nets. <laughs> they did not get to be the king by playing nice. I stay far away from my phones. Ooh, I, I need them. I don't have, a, I, there's not an Apple product in my house. Mine was a worry. gift. Mine was a gift. Okay. Heck, I, I have a Windows have a phone. I am so indie, I have a Windows phone. No. <laughs> I'm the only hey, person a, I know a, who has a Windows a, phone. There's a scrappy uh, dignity to that. You got the underdog. Yeah, Good for you. I, I do. You and your Zune. <laughs> I do have a Zune. I bet oh it's my great. God. I bet it's great. Actually, you know what? It was really, really good for a long time, and then like the power cord, um, like one of my kids ran over the power cord with a chair or something, and it, it snapped, So, and I can't find any more. So, no, but back when you actually needed a dedicated MP3 player, the Zune was great. You don't need that anymore, but it was hey, a rock-solid piece of machinery. My empathy player that I listen to when I work out every day is a Walkman. Nice. They still make them. And they're 60 bucks. It's 8 gigs. I don't need anything else. As long as it shuffles and you can get songs onto it. There you go. There you go. Yep. <laughs> All right. Chance, you have anything else to bring to the table? Oh, I'm good. All right. Alex, anything else to bring to the table? Uh, hmm. We talked about Deadpool. Uh, no. We did talk about Deadpool. Yep. I, I I don't want to spoil it for you. I hope you see it, and I hope we can just... It's No, it's definitely... It's on the list. I mean, it, it's a little tougher for me to sneak out. There, I, will, I will admit that this last week, I'm like, should I go see Deadpool, or should I finish Fallout 4? And Fallout 4 did kind of win on that one. I really wanted to finish that. So I here, hope we haven't the, built yeah. it up too much for you. I mean, No, you haven't. You, I don't think you can, because my hopes are pretty high. It's, it is the most, it's the most competent, raunchy thing you've ever seen. I, I just I like exactly the idea that they came out and made an unapologetic hard R superhero movie with it a character that. that it makes sense for. There's body horror comedy. Yes, well, good. That's yeah. <laughs> it's incredible. It's hilarious. Well, it's, it's like it's, good. it's like it's, slapstick taken to the most wonderfully awful degree. Well, it, I, it, I, yeah. I, I do need to cleanse my movie palette because the last two movies I saw were Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. How was that? Uh, you know what? You I actually it. had a good time. It's I had not fun a with bad it. trailer. I, I, I had a funny, okay. That movie has, it has one joke and the joke being, you know, haughty Victorian bullshit and zombies. And if you get the juxtaposition of that, if you get the joke that they're sticking pretty close to the actual novel, especially with the dialogue and just inserting zombies or ninjas or martial arts fights, if you get your head around about, if you get your head around that joke and accept it, then it's fun. It's an hour and a half, or hour and forty-five minutes of just silliness. I enjoyed How's it. Was that? What's his name? Charles Dance. How's he? Uh, which character was he? I don't remember. Uh, he's <laughs> he's a stoic older man with an amazing voice. Oh yeah, he was fun. He wasn't in there a whole lot. Aw. So no, I mean, it was. I don't know. I, I had fun with it, and then and then on a lark, I watched Sharknado three because I saw the first two, and I I'm figured sorry. I might as I might as well finish that. Yeah, it was somehow actually worse than the first two were. <laughs> I mean, they they know what they are, and they're still terrible. I have no respect for that. 
Yeah, the but first... they're they're terrible in that super B movie way. Like, and I haven't seen a Sharknado, but the third. But one I went... saw the end of one where a shark fell out of the sky and was bisected <laughs> by a chainsaw on its way down. Yeah, and then like Ian Zering got out of it or something like that. That's the first one. That's the first one. Pulled a live person out of it, and I'm like, you know what? Yep. Okay. That's the first one. The yeah. third one ends. I'll just spoil nice. it for you since you don't need to. Yeah, they're in space, and then the I can't remember the, the female leads character who's that actress slash model. What is her name? She got the bad boob job at one point in time. Oh, Tara Reid. Yes, thank you. <laughs> um, she's pregnant throughout the whole movie. I'm just gonna spoil this for you because you shouldn't watch it anyway. Does it turn out to be a shark? No. <laughs> <laughs> that so would have been more interesting than what happened. No, they're all in space, and she gets eaten. So she's inside this shark. It's going through re-entry. It's on fire. It lands. It crashes down. And then sometime in one of the previous movies, she had lost a hand. So she then has a, an ash-style chainsaw attached to that hand. Awesome. So she cuts her way out, and somehow during re-entry, she had given birth. So the first thing that comes out of the shark is the baby. She thrusts the baby out of the shark. And then she comes out. And somehow in the shark, she had given birth and put her pants back on. And it was just... It was finally too ridiculous. For for what that series was, I mean, they, you've I, made me God. want to watch Sharknado. Yeah, that's a pretty good pitch. Uh, okay. it, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. Well, on the subject of ridiculous movies, has everyone seen uh, Iron Sky? Oh, Iron Sky. No. is that the Nazis that's still in space Netflix? one? What? Sorry, one no, of that... you speak. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the Nazis in space one? Yes. Okay, no, I have not seen that, Alex. I, uh, I can't, it's one of those things that's on my list. I'm like, I Are don't Are you fucking have... kidding me? <laughs> I know. Neither I, of you I, have seen that? No. Uh, okay, no, picture know. this. This is all you need to know about, this is all you need to know about Iron Sky. There is a classroom. At the head of the classroom, in front of all these children, is this very well, well quaffed, uh, blonde woman, and she says, who are we children? And they go, Nazis! And she goes, and where are we from? And they all go, the dark side of the moon! If neither of you don't want to go see that fucking movie, yeah. oh my god, no, it is, a, it is totally stupid. Like, there is a part in that, early in that movie, where, um, uh, the, the black guy, the black astronaut from the States is the only one from his crew of astronauts who survived. He's taken in Justice. to this Nazi compound on the moon where everyone is scandalized that a, a, an African would be up here. And then he ends up, uh, you know, getting into hijinks with the blonde girl and a, um, um, uh, what, what is, it? an airlock opens. And what do you think happens when the airlock opens in this movie? Oh, it blows her out, obviously. No, no. just her, just her clothes. <laughs> <laughs> So it That's is that. a decent premise. Yeah, it is that movie. It is it is a ton of fun. I went on bought it on Blu-ray because they was Oh god. It was the it was a, it's a shitty movie. It is a shitty movie, but it's the best shitty movie I've ever seen. Yeah, no, that's actually a really good premise. A yeah. black man on a planet on the moon full of Nazis. It, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. I, is his name Jesse Owens at that point? Can they, can they bring it all the way through and make his name Jesse at least? I Come bet on. he looks like Jesse Owens. Probably. <laughs> oh, by the way, don't see that. What, Jesse Owens? Yeah, just watch uh, 43 again. What the hell is... Okay, I don't even know who Jesse Owens is. You guys have, like, this shared American history that I don't understand. Oh, no, no, Jesse Owens. Oh, it's amazing. He, um, was it the 40... No, the 38 uh, Olympics? It was the one in okay. Berlin. Right, the Berlin Olympics. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, Hitler's all like, the 
this is the master race we're going to beat everyone and everyone. Oh, yeah, and then he went ahead and kicked the shit out of them. Oh, just, it wasn't even a contest. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. (laughs) They should have made a better movie. It's kind of embarrassing. But actually, watch watch that taste out with either Get On Up or 43. Get On Up is fantastic. What's 43? Oh, 43 was, um, they're both played by Chadwick Boseman. 43 was Jackie Robinson. It's, it's good. Get On Up is just the, it's the best. Oh, Get On Up is James Brown. Yeah. Oh, he yeah, nails yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. He nails it to a wall. Like, just let me put it this way. They never ever talk about the fact that he beat his wife. No. But there's just one scene where he's just, you know, kind of mad at his wife in the kitchen, just out of nowhere in the middle of a scene. The camera's not even following it the whole way. Just in the side of the frame, he just grabs her by the back of the head and just slams her face into the table. And that's, mm. that's all they have to do. And you're just like, this guy, yeah, he's a monster. He's, he's kind of a scumbag, but <laughs> yeah. okay. And they never make any excuses. It's a, it's a perfect biopic. Hmm. It's hmm. really good, hmm. if you can find it. Well, Alex, thank you for joining us. My pleasure. Hope you put up with our nonsense. I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> Chance, thank you again, as always. My name is Chamberlain. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. And we will see you again next week. <laughs>